0: Hi folks. Welcome to the Wealth on Any Income Podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In the previous episodes, I spoke about your five-year financial goal, how to work with other people to achieve your goals, and the difference between good debt and bad debt, and how good debt can support you to create wealth. Today, I'll continue reading the third section of the Wealth on Any Income book. This section is where I cover the tools, tips, and techniques that will lead you to having complete financial choice in your life. Today, I'll talk about the balance sheet. This form will tell you where you are now financially, what assets you have to invest, and what assets are not working for you. It'll let you know how close you are to complete financial choice. As I read, I could stumble over some words. I'm not a professional voiceover actor, so please forgive me if that happens. Now we're going to move from looking at credit cards or debt to the big picture, like moving our focus from one tree to the whole forest. You've been earning money, doing whatever you do, and you've exchanged your time and or talents for money. Well, what do you have to show for it? Make believe you invited someone to your home. On the way, they got lost and called you for directions. What would be the first question you'd ask them? Where are you, right? The next tool gives you the answer to that question of where you are financially tool number two, the balance sheet. The balance sheet represents a major step in creating financial freedom, finding out where you are now. The way I'll explain and use this form is designed to assist you in creating complete financial choice. Some of the terms I use will not fit with generally accepted accounting standards. This is done on purpose to support you by using concepts that work for ordinary people. If you're an accountant, I think you'll still recognize my version of a balance sheet. With this tool, the balance sheet, you look at everything you own and everything you owe. It's like a snapshot of your overall financial picture and only reflects the moment in time when you fill it in. In the next moment, your cash could be higher or lower. This tool will show if you're in a positive or negative financial position. You may see how some items can produce income for you when you choose to stop working for a living and others won't. As an example, Equity in a car or a home produces no income to buy groceries. Robert Kiyosaki, in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, says that a home in which you live is not an asset at all, but a liability. Not only does it not create any income, it does create expenses, from the mortgage payments and property taxes to the maintenance, repairs, and utilities. His book is designed to move people from what many would consider wealthy to mega-wealthy. My purpose is to move people from struggle to wealth. The value in seeing this snapshot of your balance sheet is the opportunity to create a before and after financial picture. First, I'll guide you in completing the form and then describe what that picture represents. Whether it's three months, six months, or one year from now, take this picture again. This is how you'll measure your progress. You'll see if you have more cash in the bank, newer cars, more investments, or less debt each time you take a new picture. The objective is to create a large investable net worth. This is the amount you would have left over if you sold everything you owned to pay for everything you owed. Assets are everything you own. Liabilities are everything you owe. If you subtract what you owe from what you own, it's called net worth even though you won't be selling everything you own, net worth is the measurement to show how close you're getting to complete financial choice. At this point, if your eyes glazed over or your ears stopped listening, take a break. Call a friend, tell them what you just heard. This is as close to accounting as I'll get in this book or as I read to you. So if you're concerned about that, you don't have to be. First, If you own a home, estimate how much you'd receive if you sold it today. This is called fair market value. Put the total sale price without reducing it for any loan or mortgage balance you owe. Again, on the left side. The mortgage balance will go under liabilities on the right side. The difference between the amount you owe on the house and how much it would sell for is called equity. I'm not asking you to figure this out anywhere. I'm just defining a word I'll be using shortly. If you don't have a house, then this will be blank. Do not put the rent payment you make each month here. That'll go on the cash flow form. The balance of the questions under assets should be straightforward. You either have money in an individual retirement account, IRA, or you don't. This would be the same for a company retirement plan, like a profit sharing or 401k plan. Securities are stocks, bonds, and mutual fund investments. For life insurance cash value, this would be what you'd get back if you canceled the policy. This only applies to policies that build cash values, such as whole life, universal life, or variable life. If it's term insurance, the cash value would be zero. Do not put how much would be paid if someone died. This would be the face amount and doesn't apply here. If you don't know what something is, like stock options, chances are you don't have it. So don't concern yourself with it. If you're self-employed or have a business that can be sold, list the amount you would receive after paying off all the business debts. Again, if it can be sold. It may have a value beyond your business equipment or inventory, or it may not. After you've listed everything you own under assets, list what you owe under liabilities. You've already listed the total of your credit card debt from tool number one, which you'll have in the appendix if you request it, if you have a paper version of the book. So put the total where it, this is requested. Be sure you've included car or boat loans or, and debts to family or friends or relatives. Include back taxes and student loans too. Write down the total amount due, not the monthly payment amounts. Again, monthly payments go on the cash flow form. If you lease a car, it's possible the amount you owe is greater than its value if you wanted to get out of the lease. If that's the case, put the additional amount that you would owe in the liabilities column under other debts. These future payment obligations represent a liability to you for the amount above the value of the car. On the asset side, you would not show any value for the auto, because you don't own it if you're leasing it. Net worth, as I explained earlier, is the amount you have left over after you subtract your liabilities from your assets. This may be a positive number and a large one, or it could be a negative number. Don't blame yourself and get upset if you don't like the number. It's just a number, and it doesn't represent who you are as a person. This book and my programs are designed to make it a big positive number. This is the number that shows how close you are to complete financial choice. If you determined a $500,000 net worth would be enough so you could stop working and your net worth was $312, it just means you've got some work to do. It also depends on what makes up the net worth. If it's only based on the equity in your home and you don't plan to sell your home, you'll need something else to provide an income. This is where I use the word equity I defined earlier. Other items outside the balance sheet round out the picture. These are the benefits your company is providing to you if you get sick or disabled, how much life insurance your beneficiaries or family would receive if you died, and if you need to consider some estate planning, like a will or a living trust. I created a calculation you can use to determine how close you are to complete financial choice. If you divide your annual gross income into your net worth, and the result is between 12 and 15, you may already have achieved financial freedom. As an example, my result is 25 when I divide my income into our net worth. And based on my formula, Warren Buffett's is close to 700,000. Here's your opportunity to grow. Send an email to me and request all of the forms I talk about in this and the next several episodes. Send your request to Renny at wealthonanyincome.com. In the next episode, we'll continue in the third section of the book where I cover the cash flow form. This form will tell you where your money is coming from and where it's being spent. It's the tool that tells you how you got to what you have on your balance sheet. Listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform and please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.